This is the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod. Oh, it's incredible! You could not write a script like this! The only podcast where the host actually admits to driving a minivan. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be And now your host, TJ. So it's time for episode 23 of the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod. We're going to say this is kind of we're going to revert back to kind of old school U.S. fan TV and the fact that the primary things we're going to discuss tonight are going to be U.S. men's national team based. And so, of course, we had to go back. Unfortunately, it is. It's going to be delightful. Yeah. It could be. Although we, we have, and anybody who is a fan or actually what actually singed their eyes with watching U.S. fan TV comes to realize that we don't always stay with U.S. soccer. We start <laughs> we started there, but half the time we went in other directions. And you never know, maybe this will be another Arsenal therapy session. You never know about these things. So that said, if you have listened to the background, of course, we have Hack Guy Pat. Hi. So what, so what are we paying in this week? It's been goldfish crackers. What do we move? Are we moving on to something else this week or still goldfish crackers? It's up to you. I, I really don't know. I, I'm doing this one's like I'm doing for just goodwill, the kindness of my own heart, I think. Okay, so we'll pay you in Oreos then. And of course, Great. all the way from north of the Cheddar Curtain, we have Conspiracy Chris. And a and of course, Chris is speechless because he's trying to find a good conspiracy for us all at this point. Might be the only time he's been speechless his entire life. I don't life, know why actually. you insist constantly that that I'm the one with the conspiracies. All I'm doing is recognizing the larger picture on some things involving soccer. I do not uh, insist on conspiracies. That's all Breitbart's all doing. Soccer, <laughs> the soccer Breitbart, Chris. And I, I'm starting to, and Pat. This is before we, because now I'm going to take it off the rails just to start things out. Is where is Chris's conspiracies larger? Is it U.S. soccer or soccer in general, or specifically Arsenal, I guess, or against the airlines? I mean, which one is out to get Chris more? He does have the worst luck of any flyer. Every time he sets foot on an airplane or tries to, something goes wrong. A flight is delayed. A connection is broken. There's an angry tweet sent and a shitty tweet sent luggage is destroyed. I, I, you know what? Like it, it may be one of those things where it is just, it's horrible luck. There isn't a conspiracy there. I did have my luggage was lost three flights in a row, uh, in and out of, or out of, uh, Orlando international or what, do you, whatever. Do you, do you really think it's that it was lost or they looked and saw the name and <laughs> ah, screw him. <laughs> screw that guy. <laughs> This guy again? Crap. Throw it. I'm starting to think that might be more of what happens. Just that, because they know the angry tweets are going to show up, so they're they're just waiting for them. And TJ, it's also not just U.S. soccer. I just want to point out it's it's the Packers. It's generally speaking the Blues up until last season. Uh, to if you to notice, be fair, I wasn't always saying the referees were against the Blues. I was like, something will always just go Luck wrong. was against the Blues. Yeah, the referees are specifically against the Packers, according to you. There, yeah, there's, there's that, and I don't know I, I get I've always said that one. There have been some egregious errors that have happened. Uh, Do you know say, why? Because Don fucking Mikowski was over the line, <laughs> and you guys are paying for it. <laughs> wow, good old Madzkowski. <laughs> Thirty. Thirty-two years ago, is that how we're <laughs> at least? I've never felt at that point in my life. I had never felt more wronged by a sports Chris, situation. Eighty-seven or eighty-nine? I forget. I, uh, it's gotta be I like it was eighty-nine. 80s. I think. Okay, then it'd be then it'd be thirty years ago. So I mean, but you had to go with the wayback machine for that one, Pat. I, I'm There's pretty impressed reference. with that. Yeah, it, it is. So, um. I guess for our younger viewers, ask your parents about it, or, or listeners, you know, ask your parents. So, um, yeah, that that's, and I, you know, and I, I really, especially with the Packers, I with Chris, with all your years of football knowledge and football experience, pointy ball for those that aren't in the United I, States. I was actually curious which football you were going with there. <laughs> well, I was going to say all your years of pointy ball experience. Is that where you get your vast knowledge of refereeing? 
that they're all against the Packers. <laughs> and for those who, and those who are going, what the hell are you talking about? I don't think, other than throwing a football, I think that's about as far as you ever made it in football, Chris. I mean, I have, uh, I've, I've never played more than pickup. I never played fully, truly organized football. He does have CTE, however. <laughs> There's that. But that's just from, you know, doing US Fan TV. That'll get, that'll be, that'll be there. So, so like it's I said, from, I, it's from beating my head against the wall following, uh, like two main teams over most of the last 10 years. So, now, Chris, now, and, and, I, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your night, Chris, because I know it is the first time in franchise history the Blues are the defending Stanley Cup champions. Yep. The next, you know, base, it might be the next, the only time in the next 40 or 50 years. So, I, hey, I get whatever, it. Yes. man. We, we finally got one. Like, the, the, the curse is broken in that regard. Maybe it'll be like the Red Sox, and suddenly, suddenly it's like you can't stop winning. That's true. You never know. So, you ce- were you celebrating with a drink of choice tonight? Uh, I'm not actually. I am uh, being healthy tonight, so I was only drinking water today. Okay, that's kind of depressing. And Pat, I, <laughs> Pat La- Lacroix for you tonight, Pat. I have nothing right now at the moment. All right. So if I Judy it and start coughing, I'm going to have to run off and get a drink. <laughs> Okay. It's a reference only Chris will get. I, I was like, you keep giving these inside jokes here that even TJ like won't get. Yeah, yeah, you've been doing a couple. You've done a few of those tonight, but yeah, it is what it is. So, I guess for tonight, I'm going with Noon Whistles Fest beer. Very, very good beer. Five seven. They was a couple weeks ago. They did their release like party. It's an Oktoberfest. It is an Oktoberfest, and they did uh, yeah, right. they did their release party. A week, um, ten days ago, my parents were here, and um, was you, you, they had you got a, a beer and a stein with it, and then it was you could keep refilling the stein. It was had had a live polka band. Had a that uh, sounds like something you should have invited me to. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I'm mistake. I figured you. I think you were at a tournament actually. I usually am. There's always something. There always is. I mean, it was yeah, it was on Saturday afternoon. I mean. You, if you're not at a soccer game, I'm really wondering what's going wrong there. So yeah, that's the thing. All right, so we have the Concacaf version of hey, we're going to try to be like UEFA and we're going to have a Nations League or whatever. And yeah, so let's get this rolling a little bit. So the U.S. roster was announced, and was there any surprise? Did you did you did you even take the time to look at it, either of you? I, yeah, no, yeah. I, I've definitely looked at it. I saw all the MLS names on there and the uh, the lack of Sergino Dest. Okay, do we, do we want to start with Sergino Dest or do we want to talk about... I have an sp- update. You have an update? I have an update. This from uh, Leander. Who, Leander is from uh, a... He's from Belgium, but he speaks... He's from the north of Belgium, so he speaks Dutch, I believe. He is a... Dutch. He's, a, he's a Hollander, uh, or at least a Nether, Nederlander by uh, birth. So, but he lives here now to cover soccer here. So he translated this uh, Dutch interview into English that Sergino just said. He said, I haven't decided yet on either one. I need more time. I've said I'm still figuring it out and turned down both the U.S. and Netherlands. I need to think carefully. So I left it alone this time. And here's the key here, guys. I hope to have it decided next month. So I kind of feel like, and TJ, you're going to disagree with me but i'm kind of feeling more like chris here i'm more like the pessimist and i kind of feel like obviously he's he's represented us at a youth level for a long time but he's from the netherlands he plays his club soccer in the netherlands and whether he continues to play at ajax or he goes to another european team it is going to be a lot more convenient for him let alone the fact that it's a bigger uh country soccer wise it's going to be a lot more convenient and a lot more high profile for him to play for the Netherlands if he can. So I think what's happening here is he's looking at the shit show in America with U.S. soccer right now. And he's looking at maybe a similar, not to that degree, though, a shit show with the Netherlands. And he's deciding, you know, whether he has a shot to play for the Netherlands for the next 10 years, who his competition is. 
if it's worth going that route or if he's just going to go with the U.S. That That's what I feel like he must be deciding, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I don't, I think that's exactly the, the line of thinking because the U.S. isn't going anywhere and, um, right. Oh, we're going somewhere, just not positively. Oh, there's that, but... Chris um, used to say, by the way, that, and we can get into this bigger picture when we're done with Sergino, but Chris used to have, like, the next... He has thought, like he had, like, a master U.S. plan where it was, like, the next few World Cups, there'd be a point where we would win a World Cup. Um, I, that That's not what I was saying. I was saying in my life. I wasn't that's what... That, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Do you feel that, that way now? That, that our youth should be progressing enough that we actually should start competing as as like a real you know, quote unquote footballing nation in say the next few. And then there was like uh, a that, ten year period where we didn't create like the national team. Twenty twenty six, we could actually be a like I'm I'm not saying we would would we would be like a, a real candidate to win even, but that like we would have a like true quality team in there. You know, we wouldn't just be like a hard team to play, but we would be a a serious team to like compete for maybe the semifinals or something. Um, it is crazy how quickly that disappeared. <laughs> Which means it could just as it could come back. Well, see, I, I know, I know, but, we were kind of talking about this. I don't know, yesterday, a couple days ago, whatever it was. Um, but it feels and, like a really bad road we're going down right now. You know, I, like, look, it is possible to recover. England did it. England went to hell and, and got it back. Now, the thing is, they had better infrastructure to begin with. They had, uh, have deeper investment amongst the, you know, greater population. And so... And the top domestic league in the planet. Well, they're, in, they're, their, they're, in, sure, their mind. but, in their minds. But... But um, I don't even think that's all of it. I mean, it, there's certainly something to be said for, you know, the amount of money that's in there increases the likelihood that the quality of play is going to be higher. And anytime you have spots, you know, for players from your own country to then play in that, that league, it's going to increase or improve their quality. But um, I, I, it, it just seems to me that because they had a greater, say, everyone in the country had a greater stake in it, you saw more uh, attention paid to it by, you know, politicians and things. Like, the only politicians who pay any note of, uh, of U.S. soccer are it, during a World Cup uh, or when they want to score points by talking about, uh, like, the uh, women's pay uh, fight. You know, like, there, there's no... Um, there's no real investment there. So, all right, to bring Sergino this back. Sergino Dest. Sergino Dest, yes. We, we, we can, um, you know, and, and because this is the Nations League, I get it. It's, it's To me, it, it kind of reminds me of the first round of the Gold Cup. It's a cheap way to cap tie people, players that you want to I didn't know there'd be a cheaper way to do it than the Gold Cup, but I think we found it. <laughs> I think we have. And what, what we're playing Canada. This is- this is what the silver cup. It would if this if the if the, fi- the championship trophy is the gold silver, that one that the would Jack be... Warner Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of like to, to totally totally go on another tangent, now we have somebody from Concacaf who's been lifetime banned. Tell I, us I, more. I, I didn't see this. Wait, I, I did. you guys you guys aren't aware of this? No. Uh, I, I got to look tell. up who it was. Um, hold on. So. Talk about Sergino Dest when I do that. I, I guess talk Pat, a little guess, bit about Sergino Dest. I guess Pat to, to kind of bring it back to Sergino Dest. No, I, I there there's really no point to if this was qualifiers, I think it would be a different tone. I think he'd have his decision made a lot faster. It, it's the Nations League. He it, it's not worth it. And if he thinks he's gonna, I guess if I were him too, I'd probably take my time too because as bad as the Netherlands have been, you look at what they have coming yeah. up. But, they got some. They got a little. Ta- they got a little bit of talent. So, you know what? He, he it. It's not him specifically because, although I think he probably is good if he's starting at at Ajax. Yeah. I. I, I think he's probably 
better than Gideon Zalalem at this point, as far as a, a dual national who I'm getting excited about for no reason. But that said, it does feel like uh, we are losing far more dual nationals at this point than we're getting. And it, and it seems in part because a lot of them are Mexican American and Mexico cares a lot more about this than we do right now. They're, they're just doing a better job of, of making themselves known and, and caring. Um, these European, uh, dual nationals are kind of a one-off thing. We, we have, we had that crop in Germany that, that Jurgen recruited, but they're, they're less, uh, they're more rare, I guess, than, mm-hmm. than, but, um, so I don't need a specific infrastructure in place. Like I think we should have with Mexico to battle for those. Um, but I hope we're talking to him and I, I believe Burhalter is at the very least I believe Greg is so there's there's nothing there's nothing he to, he is. and there's nothing contradicting that so I, I I presume he is I mean he had him in for the, the last round of friendlies so I mean it's not like he's not and I, I yeah I can't see anything for that um and we'll come back to the US Mexico thing in a second Chris did you get your research or are you still doing yeah your... yeah um, it's Enrique Sanz who um, was the former uh, General Secretary of CONCACAF. Uh, he he was busted for bribery. He was part of the... Um, uh, he was one of the co-conspirators or whatever in the, the case from... Um, uh, uh, why, why, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the woman's name. Um, the prosecutor who, uh, who, uh, who busted them... What was that, four years ago now? Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, yeah, when, when, uh, when we actually cracked down on CONCACAF and FIFA, um, he was one of the people that basically we caught. Um, it's, it's funny to me that FIFA steps in now and gives a lifetime ban, you know, like, uh, they, that they didn't do it in so many other instances. Uh, this reeks of window dressing to me, but what? Now, Whatever. I, <laughs> see, seeing we're like talking any about, reason to believe anything about them. Seeing we're talking about great CONCACAF leadership and U.S. you know leadership over the so this nation's league trophy should it be the Jack Warner Cup, Chuck Blazer Ch- Cup? <laughs> How about the Chuck Blazer? The Chuck Blazer or like that? That's Jeff- it. You're or playing the Jeffrey for Webb Cup. the Chuck Blazer Chunt. Um, the, uh, you're playing for a Chuck Blazer. Is Thomas Rongan still our chief scout? No, he is now, isn't he now coach of like, um, oh God. uh, Okay. Thank God. Because it's it's like somewhere in Oceania. It's like a tiny country. I think he, uh, is a Dutch American and you would think on the surface would be the perfect person to. He's recruit Sergino Dust, but he botched the. He's the guy who basically destroyed our previous, like right. so many, several of our previous. Exactly. Uh, he was the one who lied about meeting with the Mexican Americans. Yeah, yeah. He, he oh. also uh, chased off. Um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, used to be the defender for Dortmund. Um, plays for, has played internationally then. For yeah. Sabotic. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nevin Sabotic. Nevin Sabotic. Um, uh, Sabotic said that, uh, like, openly said that <laughs> Rongan ran him off. Yeah, my thought process on this was literally, do we have any Dutch Americans at U.S. Soccer? Oh, my God, it's Thomas Rongan. I hope they're not. <laughs> but good. Oh my he God, is, I, I, I remember him being gone, so I'm glad he's no longer in that role. Yeah, I talked to him. I talked to him. No, right. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. So, so... You ultimately think Sergino Dest will take will pick Holland? Um, no, Chris, I think he will if that's available to him. I, I, well, I, I would agree if it, if if he truly thinks he has a future there, he's going to pick them because why wouldn't he? I mean, realistically, Jermaine, um, you know, any of them would have stuck oh, with Germany absolutely if, if they'd had the opportunity there. Like all those countries, we're only getting the scraps. Like we're we're not we're not getting. Uh, potential superstars well, by any means. I, the only but the difference, the only difference I see with this, where I 
I hold out a little bit more hope is that he came up with the U.S. youth system, that he's been there the whole time. I think that's the only reason that he's saying, I want to make, I want to be careful in how I make this decision. Uh, It makes me wonder when he says um, he wants to make it by next month. That kind of scares me because I think, what do we have coming in a month? And it's not much different than what we have coming uh, in. Yeah, what was it? Two weeks now? A week? It's a week. Yeah, right? I don't know. Um, um, October October fifteenth, October eleventh and fifteenth. So I, it upsets me that it's it, another it, interval from. It surprised from me again today that it was October already. So I, it was. Uh, I, I'm like the thinking of dates ahead. I, I've got too many things like at work coming up and stuff. I've, I've not paid attention it, I, to that. Like, I actually used to look schedules. forward to the international breaks and now they make me sad. Yeah. Just cause there's no club soccer to watch and I have to think about the U S and watch Greg trot yeah, out. It's just such a misery. Trap. I mean, yeah. Like I'm like, I don't sorry, like but Columbus crew, I don't want to watch the Columbus crew where red, white, and blue. I, I just, is this, are we, is this is this is this the Chicago Fire fan coming out in your pad, or is this just, <laughs> or is this just because Will Trap just really? It's, no, it's in general. The poster chi- crew were were amazing. I would cheer for everybody on the national team, but it's just this this just crap that we're shoveling out. We used to have Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan and Demarcus Beasley, and now we have fucking Will Trap and Giassi Zardis. Fuck this, seriously. It just. When when people like I, I saw comments when the roster came out when people are like we shouldn't have gone with Jazzy again but maybe we should have given Jordan Morris another shot it was like God this is how this is how and, shallow but, but they got, our but, pool is but you got them both in this one so I mean you really have all yeah you got them both in this one like, yeah at least on the initial I don't know what, I, what he's I, gonna take out of that group but you know. I mean, I, what what I, I what I don't understand, and I think I can't remember where I saw this. If it was on Facebook, if it was on like Stars and Stripes FC, if I saw it through uh, Twitter, I, I know it was a comment somewhere, but I can't remember where I read it. And somebody said, "Look at the age of of these guys we're trotting out. This isn't the future. This is just our we're just watching our death or something like that." Um, and it, it it's true, like. If if you're not gonna like if, if this is the best we can trot out, at least trot out young guys and maybe they grow into something. What's the point in in guys who are like on the back ends of their careers or certainly the back ends of their international careers who we know have already hit a peak or, or passed their peak and their peak wasn't so high that it was worth it. Like I it was foolish to not take Donovan in 2014 because even though he was wearing out, he still had a higher threshold than, than, than other guys on, on the roster. That was kind of, doesn't. if you look (laughs) back, that was kind of the Pearl Harbor of everything. That was the, that was the assassination of Archduke Francis Ferdinand. It kicked it off. And it, like you, you didn't know it at the time. You knew it was a big deal, but you didn't know at the time how shitty everything was about to become. Yeah. And it just it, it just spiraled with the the bad more bad Jurgen decisions, and then switching to the arrogant I know what I'm doing Bruce Arena who didn't, and then there's no fucking players coming up in the player pool except for this one brilliant one that we're ruining now because. Chelsea may be ruining that may be a different topic. Uh, it, 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 we'll get to that one. I think the, from <laughs> yeah, the administration I, I'm, I'm, to the coaching changes. I said to Chris, Dave Sarakin, looking back was probably the best of the last four coaches we've had small sample size, very insignificant games, but he kind of did what he was supposed to do. You know, he did get some results and he did, bring up a bunch of players who we wanted to see. Uh, I, I don't think we have enough. I don't think we have enough on triple I, G. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just gonna say, I don't think it's fair to say like 
you know his he his results I, I were fantastic. Him, they didn't they didn't end well. Um, I have him playing crew players that clearly aren't good enough to play at the national team level, and I have him being happy with a three zero loss to Mexico because we played out of the back a lot. And so I'm and and the in a, in a, and again we we talked about this a few weeks ago. It, it was a cash grab friendly. It, to me, it was no different than a spring training game. I think it, it was it the relevance the of it. Game, it was it, the, it it, was the it's comments fine, after. You, you don't play something like a spring training game against Mexico. You just don't. It's not. It, it, but Greg doesn't have a choice in that. It, that's his brother. I know. Brother. I know, I know. Oh, no, no. But, believe me. <laughs> that's it, his brother. It's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a different Berhalter. Uh, it, it has. Um, you don't say that. To me, it's you just don't. further evidence of, of the of 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 the need to wipe the slate clean with U.S. soccer across the board. Now, usually, this is the point in the show where I will start ripping conspiracy, Chris, and thinking that you know, here's just another damn conspiracy coming from you. But I hate to say it on this one, Chris. I I I tend to agree with you to an extent. It's just that 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 a Mexico cash grab. It's Everything in general is just so poorly run at this point from from a soccer standpoint and especially to a business standpoint, to a fan outreach standpoint. Let me me bring this into an easier uh, kind of a question for both of you on that. Is it really poorly run or do they just have the PR instincts of, well, my shoe? I mean – it, it seems to me it's just they don't know how to do PR worth a damn. They, they and, I, and I don't. feel like that's and that's what and it, it it's allowed things to spiral to this point. And I get it. Part of it is we're in the we're in our own Twitter world. And, no, I mean it it the the PR people at US Soccer, if it was a corporation, would have been fired, and they would have had to bring in a crisis PR firm to deal with the situation that they they put out there. But instead, it's the same closed, arrogant shit that not only are you not marketing it right not only are you not promoting what you're doing right but when there is these situation these situations that could come forward that are negative you have no fucking idea how to control it and it's it's like you don't even have a lot of people covering it you don't even have a lot of people covering it and a lot of the people that do cover it cover it pretty softly yeah but it's it's i mean jesus christ how do you fail and fail and fail at so many multiple levels and keep your job. Well, you're an insulated nonprofit that's squirreling away a lot of money and and see, we, we've ta- and again we, we hey we hey 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 we've talked about this. They aren't squirreling away a penny. They're getting set up when they have to pay out all these lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> they have such a constant stream of lawsuits too. Just uh, it's just unbelievable to me. Just, well, and 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 all of those, I mean, they fit into the same uh, the same storyline. Like, you could handle these better and make yourself look good, and then perhaps you'd have the goodwill or the you, you kind of uh, you know play a bit of like three card Monty or something where you get it's just misdirection. You get them looking over here at this good thing you did, and they're oh people are overlooking the bad thing you're doing uh, on the other side. Uh, or they're glossing over it. So what it, you're so what you're saying, Chris? Even when you have a good thing that happens, such as winning the women's World Cup again, seriously, <laughs> seriously, from a PR perspective, yeah. they jack that up too. Yeah. All right. All right. Seriously, it's 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 mind-boggling. You know, Pat, when we started out, I asked if you were drinking, and you said no. I feel like you could use a drink at this point. I I'm starting to see <laughs> see anger levels in you that rank that rank right up there with Chris. <laughs> I expect it's this more from Chris sad. than I. Expect. But it, you know well, what? It, you know what? You've said you've said it before. I guess, but you've said it before. It's not that you're even mad at this point. It's a lot more of you just don't care. It's and a that's, different, and that's the scary exactly. thing. Yep. Yeah, I still that, get mad about the Chicago Fire. Some, for some reason, I don't know why but they but u.s soccer is hitting a point of indifference where it's just like it's so poorly run it's so predictable it's so it feels like we're living in a one party country like it's it's fucking china or something where the communists are running us and they're 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 shoving this message down our throat and we have to accept it because it's 
our team and there's no other, you're not going to cheer for another team, you know? I, it, so we just deal with it, but it's sad and you know, it's not going to change. That's what it feels like right now. It feels hopeless. Yeah, it's you it's know, even worse that we have, we, we created, we developed our best player of all time. And not only are we screwing up at the national team level, but he's getting fucked over at the club level right now. And I'm not ready to freak out about that yet. What about what a segue? What an unbelievable segue. I was just going to say, you just you 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 did the segue for me, and I appreciate that. I was just going to ask if you wanted to go into that, but we can come back to the roster if we want to. It's really it's irrelevant. So let's let's talk about one roster. It's got Will Trap, and I'm going to buy you a Will Trap jersey at some point just because I can. I but, don't even think he's that bad. It's just that I get I'm so bored by it all. He he's he's mediocre on a national level. He's a good MLS player. I'm not gonna say he's not. This on is a, a funny thing. The I do problem like the problem is the the, he's the greatest player from wherever he came from. I don't know what it is, but he's probably the, the best athlete to ever come from that place. And then like you, you keep whittling it down and we think he sucks, but he would be if we knew him, he'd be the best soccer player we know personally. It well, is funny. It, I do find that that whole. Yeah, what, no, he's not the he's not the best. He's from Columbus, Ohio, so I I don't think he's the best player to ever come out of. Columbus. No, but he's definitely up there. Then he yeah. is from Columbus. He's just he's actually from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Didn't Frankie Hayda come from Columbus? Yeah, so he's automatically better. All right, so we'll, and a bigger we'll... stoner probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um... Beckerman or, or Hayduck? Who's who's the better stoner? Hayduck. Beckerman had the better stoner hair, but Frankie skates around town. Beckerman <laughs> seemed like for 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 all his outward appearance, he seemed that he was actually very straight laced. He seems like a guy who shops at REI <laughs> and like has like a special metal cup that he roasts over a fire at night and then tells stories with his buddies and then sleeps and then wakes up and washes his face, but not his hair in the river. That's what Beckerman seems like to me. Frankie Hayduck is like pure skate boy, skater stoner guy. There's an eagle in the background going. <laughs> he, like, he loves the, the river air. <clears throat> so you're just <laughs> thinking, you're thinking Beckerman, complete outdoorsman, Hayduck just complete stoner. <laughs> like in the Matthew McConaughey sense of stoner. <laughs> yes. Beckerman, I don't know that he's a complete outdoorsman, but he really loves like crisp autumn air and campfires and waking up near a river. And so maybe what? he smokes a joint in that time, but he's not like, you know, he's not house party. Kyle Beckerman. <laughs> and so, so, and what, so when you see Will Trapp, you see nothing more than the future suburban soccer dad driving a minivan, taking his kids to soccer practice. I every see a day. bit of myself in Will Trapp. That's that was going <laughs> to, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, after, after the beautiful segue that was the transition to one Christian Pulisic, we've completely taken it off the rails. So let's bring it back to one Christian Pulisic and here are, we, I know there was some, I think we talked ourselves into that this was a good deal, especially with Chelsea going through the tran- transfer ban. And yeah, it was worth so, a shot. Well, it it looked like it seven months ago or whatever it was, eight eight months ago, nine did months we, ago. Did now, we just, did we just um, lose, sight, lose sight of the fact that Chelsea has like five hundred players out on loan right now. I I, I was just to say that the problem, of course, is Chelsea always has tons of guys who they buy and then just like. Yeah, Throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. Uh, by coincidence, they got a, a new manager, so it's not the guy who presumably was looking for him. Um, that guy happened to bring in another guy who kind of plays similarly to him, who had starred for him at his last team. Uh, they happened to maybe strike some gold with some of their youth players right now at a time when they had to do it because they couldn't make a lot of signings. Um, it, 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 it there's an element yeah, but of he's bad still luck. fucking better than Will I Am. You know, so, I, 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 it's not like I'm. I want to knock him. I'm just saying that realistically, I think he's in a tough spot right now. Um, and unfortunately, the 
guys he could be competing with have all been scoring, and he hasn't. Uh, you know, when like he uh, hasn't been playing. To be fair, uh, well, like you said, I, when I he does get a, a run out, he even if it isn't a midweek game, he has to do something. Yeah, and he hasn't. That's. I mean, now look, he's all of what six games in now at Chelsea, like official games. Um, there, there's still plenty of time for things to turn around. Uh, so I do think it's overblown that people are worried about it. However, um, it just makes me hate Chelsea more. <laughs> yeah, and I can't in my house. I don't know how much I can even badmouth Chelsea anymore, which kind of depresses the hell out of me, to be honest. Why? Because Charlie isn't because Charlie likes Chelsea. I, I put the Maybe you just on Twitter the other day. Teach him. Well, it, it was it it was a weird conversation. He it was. Chelsea was on. He goes, no, I'm cheering for Chelsea. I'm like, why? Because they wear blue. Because it's his favorite color. He goes, no, I like Chelsea. I'm like, what? Is he a racist? I just he he's he's seven, and I think one of his friends at school is a big Chelsea fan, so he likes Chelsea. Oh, and they wear, yeah. And they wear blue. But he also he also went and I'm I'm kind of torn because in the other European team he likes is Red Bulls. Have you ever taken him on a train before? Once or twice. <laughs> I'm just hitting. I'm trying to hit Chris with so many. <laughs> oh, I know you're saying it, but he likes Red Bull. He likes Red Bulls because Leipzig they're, or Salzburg. No, oh, the drink. Both. Honestly, the... both. Because it's because it's New York. Because it's Leipzig. Because it's it's um, Salzburg. Because they're all over. He likes all. It's like oh, Red Bulls. I know. And then when we watch Formula One, which Ross and he he likes he, you know the fact that Red Bull it has teams everywhere. Yeah. I think that it's easier for him. Hey, I know that team. So he's going to get into like, racing how, now. They're too. not really. Who's buying that shit at this point? Like to to like have all this. It sports you wings. Not with with many eyes. Not with one. Um. Because that's that, a lawsuit. Hey, I, f- I figure I. Figure Red Bull, nothing else is going to fight cancer because there's so many damn chemicals and it. it's got to do something like that. So I don't know. Um, to me, Red Bull is nothing more than like Monster on steroids. It's if you want the shakes, that's a that's definitely well, a weird European opinion. monster, and then Monster is Redneck Monster. Oh, there's that. So, um, so are we, so Chris, you're overall you're not concerned about Pulisic. I it's too early to be concerned about it. Um, it's not like he hasn't. Um, it's like he hasn't shown some promise, but he's not getting the end result. Guys like Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham are. You know, uh, will they keep going at that level? Who's to say? You know, they were both in the championship just a few months ago, and nobody thought they were going to be that that great. Uh, that said, there are lots of players who suddenly come out of the championship and are amazing. Uh, you know, it, 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 I, I don't know how you can judge it at this point. I just feel like it's too early to get worried about it because... It's not ideal. It's certainly not ideal. That said, you know, there are plenty of players that takes time to adapt to the Premier League. Um, there are plenty of players who... It don't. Takes, <laughs> who, who, well, sure, sure, sure. I, I, I was going to say that in a minute. But I was going to say, you know, there are plenty of players who just take time adapting in a new environment and a new team. Um, he is in a very different environment right now. You know, it's not the the youth system that he came up in. It's not the place that always kind of, you know, encouraged him and pushed him. And and you have to say there was probably some positive reinforcement there because they had brought him up at such a young age. Um He's not getting that now. Uh, Chelsea is a little more ruthless in that they do have tons of guys that they've signed, and they're all out on loan somewhere, and they can find somebody else. Um, and then you so would, should he go on loan in January? If he's not playing come January, yeah, it's probably better. Uh, Where do we want him to go? Oh, I don't Dortmund. know right now. Back to Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Look, there there are plenty of ways in which he could get it all back together and be fine. There sure at the same time are plenty of ways in which, yeah, this could be uh, a, a mark of maybe he wasn't truly ready for prime time. It's good that Tony Poulos isn't currently managing a team because if he went there, Tony Poulos would probably deem him as not good enough to play for that team. And then maybe Pulisic would go to Bayern a few years later and score four goals on Tottenham in the Champions League. <laughs> Is that the only reason why you wanted to do this tonight, Chris, Pat, so you could talk about this? It took me a second. I was like, why are you going to Tony Pulis? And I was like, oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Thank you, Serge oh. <laughs> And we have and we have transferred from US Fan TV talk to Arsenal therapy session. Uh, what oh, there's no uh, better therapy than seeing Serge Navry score four goals on them. <laughs> Gate mouth fuck diving all over the place trying to draw a penalty and they just Byron just kept scoring. You know, one one thing I was going to note to, to get us back on, on track here. Why do we have to get back on track? Well, just I don't know more, that we were on the track. There's more. No, kind of weird. There's we're just kind of some weird. more to talk about around Pulisic. Look, there are a number of players who failed at Chelsea and became oh my god, I know deal elsewhere. <laughs> Such names as Mohamed Salah, yeah. Kevin fucking De Bruyne. <laughs> yeah, they weren't good enough to be at Chelsea, but amazingly, <laughs> they turned out all right. Um, uh, I, couldn't you kind of put Iron Robin in there? Kinda, yeah. He definitely was better when he moved on. So I, you know, look, there, there are. Um, he, he's too young to like. I don't know for the fears, I guess, that everyone has. It's not like this is his only shot, um, and it's not like this is the end of his career. That said, yeah, uh, it, it's certainly not. He's, he's the, it's certainly he's, not favorable, but I was to say he's twenty one. He, if you're going to be on the be on the big stage at some point, that's got to you know you've got to keep on an upward trajectory at twenty one. If you if you're plateauing now, it's not the place. To it's, be in. it's not good for you. Yeah, it's but, getting I mean, it's getting close. It's getting close to that point. Um, I mean, you could also say, look, Donovan failed in Europe until he was, what, 28? Like, what was it when he started going to Everton? He, um, yeah, yeah, he basically he, failed yeah, in Europe and, every time and, except for Everton. And he turned up pretty all right for the U.S. I mean, That's we, a good could point. Deal, we could deal with another Donovan. You um, want to sell out Soldier Field? <laughs> Take him on loan. Take him on loan. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, that would be that'd be a fun. I don't I know that he would fun. call it Soldier Field, by the way. But I don't think. I don't think you. I don't think you would either. But anyway, yeah. I mean, look, there's still plenty of ways in which this can work out just fine for Pulisic. Work out both at at Chelsea and for the U.S. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not a great position. He has to when he get his gets his chances take them. And unfortunately, like. Uh, uh, who who did they play uh, in um, the Carabao Cup? Last Carabao week? Cup. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, when Is they scored relevant? what seven or eight goals? Well, my my point was just like even Kurt Zuma's scoring. Like everyone on their team was scoring, you have and he Kurt did. Zuma. Like Will I Am scored. Um, you know, everybody for them was scoring, and he didn't. I still think Pulisic is better than Will I Am, but he's sure. sure. But right. but it, if if he's getting the results, it doesn't matter, and that's where you know it's going to come down to he has to to you know take his chances in practice or, or you know in in lower level games so that he gets a chance at the big ones, and then he has to stake his claim there. You know, like I don't think anyone suspected Mason Mount was going to be amazing uh a month ago yeah or well two months ago we'll say but he's been kind of tearing it up for him 
and yeah i guess the one thing about being a an attacking player especially a high profile expensive attacking player is that you can't in arsenal seeing this with pepe right now you can play well all you want but if you don't score or create a goal in some fashion you're going to be yeah. seen as a failure I was going to say, like, he has two things going against him right now. One, that he's not scoring. And two, that he hasn't been playing great defense for them. And those are going to be, like, you know, either you got to put the ball in the back of that or you got to make sure that you're stopping anybody who could put the ball in your net. And if he's failing at both those, you know, he got by without maybe being a uh, strong defender in at, at, at Dortmund because the Bundesliga isn't a great defensive league. Like part of what makes it so entertaining is it's so back and forth because it's a bunch of young players and defense isn't really stressed most of the time. Um, no. And, 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 and I think you touched on something, Chris, I did want to kind of address when it comes to Pulisic. It was his lack of ability on the defensive side. And, th- and I feel like I, that might, I feel like that's the biggest problem he has going for Um, saw a couple things on Twitter, and one of them was Cardick. Cardick had a good point. It was just, or was it, a, I think it was Cardick, but just basically, he can't, if you can't, if you're not scoring goals and you can't defend, you become kind of useless in that sense, and that's where the problem he's running into right now, and um, and like you said, they've got the guys, they've got guys that are getting it done for him, so he, why should he put, the fact that he's not even on the bench today, I, <laughs> That's that, that seemed to set Twitter into a little bit of a frenzy. That's for damn sure. I mean, yeah, we don't know what's going on in training, but it, it's troubling. I'm not freaking out about it. I'm not like having a internet Twitter screaming moment about it, but it's disappointing and a little bit concerning. Yeah. You know, I, I was having this conversation with a guy the other day, um, a, a Chelsea fan about um you know I, i've heard people say well they spent 72 million on him they're gonna play him not necessarily that, that's a double-edged sword like in the beginning sure they spent a lot of money on you so they're gonna want to try to embrace their <laughs> look investment. at what arsenal's paying but, as it was to not play <laughs> i i know I, I was just gonna say the other problem becomes if you don't prove it eventually it becomes look at how much we spent on this we don't want him out there because he's a waste. You know, you, you become a, a loss. Like if, if, um, if Ozil hadn't signed that last giant contract, maybe we would view him somewhat differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that 72 million, if you don't start proving yourself becomes a bit of an albatross. Is Ozil playing anywhere this year? <laughs> he's still on Arsenal. <laughs> officially, <laughs> officially, uh, yeah, he's he's playing on the training ground. Is he is he is he in the eighteen? No, I'm, not, I'm not an Arsenal apologist. <laughs> not sometimes. typically. No, he he's he's good at Instagram though. <clears throat> he's good at picking friends who will fight off attackers. I'll tell you who's better at social media than any player, though. In all seriousness, Serge Navry. <laughs> who Why tweeted North London is red after scoring four goals at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in the Champions League how many? four that was oh. of the seven <laughs> I, hate, I hate them so much <laughs> they were like 10-2 hold our beer <laughs> Wow. We'll get that over in one shot. <laughs> so now does that now Pat, this is more for you because I know Chris, you're a Packer fan, is we got the Bears this week going to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. You know uh Who's gonna who's the Raiders or Bayern? Who's gonna have what do you a mean higher... we? And what do you mean I'm a Packer fan? Like, you're not. I didn't say I wasn't. I, this is you more said for we have the Bears. <laughs> no, oh, God, no, 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 no. If you heard that, then I, that was a mis... 
I that new no, new no, new. No. But you you got the Bears going to playing at Spurs Stadium this weekend and against the Raiders and who's going to score more? I, I I really wonder the Raiders or Bayern. Uh, well, it might be close. Uh, the one thing I will say about that game is being that it's his former team, I do expect Khalil Mack to possibly murder somebody. Um, and that make, that would maybe make me enjoy, I guess I did enjoy the Tottenham Hotspur stadium this past week. So yeah, maybe I would like a lot of things that go on there. I mean, I, I mean, we won the league at White Hart Lane twice. So uh, maybe I can enjoy their new stadium just as much as I enjoyed the successes of their last stadium. And, and Khalil Mack destroying Raiders players would be fun in that. All right. So, all right. I can, I can live with that. So, all right. So we've, we've talked about Dent. We've talked about Pulisic. Nobody cares about the, nobody cares enough about the, Nations League roster, it's very, it's what you'd expect it to be, right? There's no surprises. Yeah, we, have, nothing. we have Canada and Cuba. Yeah. I, I mean. Is Alfonso Davies yeah. on the Canadian roster? But, yeah. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I would assume so. Canada would then have a better player than anybody we have on our roster, maybe including Christian Pulisic. So I really like him, but. You don't think like. Christian Roldan is better. <laughs> well, we know Will Trap is. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't even gonna like go there. Like, I fucking Omar on the roster still. <laughs> I haven't even, I don't even remember. He is not. He is not. Okay. Good. Um, <clears throat> I, I just, my problem with Will Trap, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll take us back twenty minutes, half hour, whatever we were. Let's go um, back. Let's go way back. My my problem with Will Trap is just that he's like a poor man's Michael Bradley. If you're going to keep using Michael Bradley, then why do you have him? And don't tell me it's for backup because I'm sorry if Bradley goes out, there's no point in having a backup. Just move on. I as as I've been advocating for a year or more, or two years now, it's time to just move on from Bradley anyway. And moving on to Will Trap is not the answer. No, no, it isn't. And it's you're 100. At this point in his career, Bradley's still better than Will Trap. And Will Trap, I, I feel like in terms of from a nationally national team perspective, he's peaked. He's not going to get any better. He yeah. is what he is. And if at this point, I would take Bradley where he is versus Trap where he is. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Like if if and let's if let, you're let's just face playing it. for now. Which it like to me, Will Trap isn't moving up, so you're not you're not planning for a future with him. So if you're just playing for now, you just use Bradley and you move on. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree until Tyler Adams comes back. Let's face it for what it is from from that perspective. But no, I, I you're not wrong, um, and it really pains me to say that because that's. Usually the first, the easiest one to attack and saying you're wrong is you, Chris. But you know, I can't, I can't disagree with this one. Um, from what I, what I can tell is basically I, I'm trying to look up um, who Canada brought into camp, and, and Davies is listed, so I would assume he he'll be there. So <laughs> there you go. There's a sneeze for you. Well, bless you. I don't have my normal mic, so I don't have a sneeze button. Suck okay. on that. You well, can, I, you can mute yourself in the app. That sounds like a lot of work for him tonight. I don't have the app. I have it through Hotmail, and it's shit. Maybe I need huh. the app. Huh. Okay. I just I... have whatever, however I don't. Yeah, it's on my laptop. Do you have it on your phone, Chris? Yes. I should just do that from now on. I didn't I realize I was the only one on their phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my phone. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on my laptop for this, so. All right, so let's bring it back to the, and kind of wrap this up, because we could probably talk about a whole lot of irrelevant shit, but um, uh, I think we I think we can kind of call it a night too. So, you, so last um, I guess we're ending with real exciting. Really, really, it is. It really verbiage. is. So, yeah, 
Pat, we'll go to you. What are your final thoughts for tonight? Anything on this that we've covered or didn't cover that you want to talk about? I just want to mention real quick uh, two things. One, the uh, Diego Maradona documentary on HBO is incredible. Okay. It is phenomenal. It is amazing. 500 hours of basically lost footage. They had been There had been a camera crew around this dude for a good portion of his life, and we never saw the footage because you know, somebody didn't get paid or something like that. So that was locked away and seeing it is just incredible. And I've gone from thinking that he is a cokehead lunatic and laughing at him to thinking that he is a cokehead lunatic and feeling really sorry for him. Okay. Well, any reason or any specific reason? I mean, you got to watch the movie, but he basically got Italy pretty hard. Right, um, okay. And also, uh, seven, two. <laughs> All right, Chris, what, what do you uh, got? For, for I, I was saying, though, we didn't mention this, even though we brought up Red Bulls and, and including Salzburg, we didn't note, uh, their performance against Liverpool today. Yeah. They, they, three, did, they did lose, but they did come back from three nil to, to only lose four, three. So, you know, against, I, I, against, I choose to against what's right now. I would say the best team in Europe. You know, I'm going to choose to live in denial about this one altogether because, you know, seeing that he would be a really would have been a good, a fine coach. Not that I, I'm necessarily anti Burhalter. I've been pretty vocal in saying I think Burhalter was a fine was a decent enough choice. But Jesse Marsh is better. He would have been a better choice for the U.S. national team. Except that I think by that point... He's in a much bigger job right now. And and he always was. And I think that was always part of it when he was in charge of the New York Red Bulls. It was was, At some point he was going across the pond. And that's why I don't think he was never pursued as a coach. Because he was already in that pipeline. But the fact that the Chicago Fire still have Velko Panovich and not Jesse Marsh. Yeah, this is a sore subject. So we're we're, we're just going to ignore... I'm just going to live in complete denial on this one, Chris. So, but yeah, um, he's do- Salzburg's first loss of the season, by the way. Yeah. Think about that too. Well, it's Salzburg. It's not Leipzig, but nonetheless, I mean, they, they could conceivably be in like the champions league knockout rounds. And like, yeah. that's a, that's a realistic projection. And I, I look, I, I know the Austrian league isn't, um, you know, isn't one of the top five in the world, but are you saying he, he's got them playing well. And in the, in the same way that, you know, we were just saying Pulisic has to like show results. Marsh is showing results. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know if, um, I, I, you know, maybe he's just in a good position, uh, but I feel, I feel like he's really just taken the system that Red Bull seems to employ across all their clubs. He, yeah. He's kind of mastered it better yeah. than better than anybody. And no, I, I it's awesome I, to see Jesse Marsh doing good things. That's it, it. It it is great to see, and the fact that they couldn't quite get it done today is kind of kind of a bummer. But uh, um. You know, at the same time, the I mean, fact, hey, like you said, I, the fact they came from, and the, you know what, Chris, and the, we'll add the fact that you know Racine, Wisconsin's own Jesse Marsh. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, hangs out at the Highbury sometimes. Supposedly, Kringle I've, all around. I've never seen him. But, um, <laughs> Kringle but, all uh, around. He. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, look. I, in in the we you know, to to follow up kind of what I was saying like, the Austrian league isn't isn't the greatest, but like. He pushed what I would have to say is the best team in Europe right now. You know, like I, right now, I think Liverpool's better than City. Uh, Barcelona hasn't been anything to really write home about lately. Uh, Real Madrid, I don't know what the hell they are yet. Um, Bayern, oh, well, they beat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nice performance. <laughs> um, 
so right now, I would say the best team in Europe is is probably Liverpool. Um, and well, they're the reigning European champions, and they're undefeated in the Premier League. Haven't even drawn, have not dropped a point. Yes, they're the best team in Europe right now. <laughs> oh, my my point is just Salzburg. Yeah. challenged them. Yeah. They, they presented a good challenge to them, um, particularly in a game they had to adjust for because, yeah, they were they started off poorly. Hey, can, I, can I just – I will I will finish my my with Jesse Marsh on this. Is he did get a yellow card in that match for celebrating a goal. I think that if you're going to get a yellow really? card, hey, yes, you got a yellow card. <laughs> you I, not just a yellow card for celebrating a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not? He it's came off the be- he came off the bench. That's it's why. It's a rep I, conspiracy. It, it it is, and I guess that brings us back to the beginning of the show. So, if I had a final thought for the season, is I w- actually did attend the last game at Toyota Park or Sea Geek Stadium. I yes. I was there. Um, it was pretty much the epitome of the fire season. They got up at 2-1 and gave it back within about two minutes and for a 2-2 tie against Toronto. Um, Nico Gaetan, the fact that he didn't get a red card, I'm still shocked. He had another one of those moments where he decided he was just going to... He thought he got fouled, so he was going to take the law in his own hands and try to... Or his own feet and try and do it like a studs-up tackle on someone. I think he missed, and that's why he didn't. He only got a yellow for it, but... Did, like, for old time's sake, a concession stand worker not know how to use the credit card machine or, <laughs> you know, was, you know, I, system I wish... down or the auto register tape or they didn't know what food they had for sale? Was there like a was there a customer service experience, like one last, <laughs> you know, for shovel a in the ground? Prime mistake. For all the money I spent in the, at the concession stand, didn't spend that much this time because we went we went for we went to the art house right before the game so didn't spend that much there so it was but you know it was interesting seeing a lot of on twitter a lot of people that i've been friends with for years through the chicago fire starting to get come back into the fold i'm not sure if it was because of the last game of bridgeview or it was the first home game of the mansueto era and i think that was probably more than any of this uh, the fu to andrew Hauptman and to see that, but the season, the, the playoff run, thankfully, you know, the season's over that way, merc- you know, mercifully. And I guess the Schweinsteiger will know in another week or two whether he's going to hang around. But yes, so, Anna Ivanovich put a photo up where she just captioned it waiting yesterday. It made me wonder if that had something to do with anything. Perhaps. I don't know. I, I guess. See, so you, you, you don't think he's coming back, though. Uh, I actually do think he's coming back if they want him back. Now, maybe that's the better question. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back for 350000 but no, he, he, if he can make a lot take... of money, and he, I think he would come back for one more, keep the family in Chicago for one more year, but maybe not. Um, but he, he's obviously not as big of a name as he is to soccer diehards. He is obviously not a big enough name to the general Chicago sports viewing public to put the kind of asses in the seats in Soldier Field that they're going to need. So, um, Yeah, this will be an interesting offseason for them, and I'm sure probably something we will address more... You know, as we it, move forward here with the minivan dance, it may have even TJ been the last Chicago Fire game. This this is also true. Rumors rumors keep circling, but who knows? I guess we'll we'll is find Spartan out. Is being put down? <laughs> he, he they've got a farm for him. He has a special farm for him. So going to the farm <laughs> across the Rainbow Bridge to the farm where Brett Favre is currently. Go to sleep. Like, Both of them love to take their penises out. <laughs> I forgot to ask you. As, uh, what is it, Sparky? What, what's the what's the Cubs mascot? <laughs> He's just he walks around with it out. 
Was it was it Addison? Was that his? Oh, Clark. 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 Oh, that's he doesn't it. wear that's pants. <laughs> he does not wear pants. Bernie Brewer is a registered sex offender, so I mean, <laughs> who wants a mustache slide? <laughs> Are you keeping this? Yeah, every bit of it. <laughs> Great. This is the quality we've come to expect from the minivan dad soccer pod. Not going to lie about it. And and he is. We got Hack Guy Pat at, at Patrick Crane. We've we got. Don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to promote myself. Leave, leave after me that. out of this. <laughs> Not deleting one bit of it. <laughs> Maybe Great. we'll cut it off. Who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> slide. So, slide. Mustache slide, yes. Thank, thank you for clarifying on that. At this point, I'd like to say you can find the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play. Subscribe, tell your friends, so on and so forth. Because if nothing else, you're going to hear Chris mentioning mustache slide. On that note, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll do this again sometime soon.